Today's podcast is brought to you by Howie's new book, Paperboy. To order today, go to HowieCarshow.com and click on store. Better strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show. There are new calls for the president of Harvard to step down. Members of the school paper's editorial board wrote a dissent and said, for Harvard's sake, it's time to let gay go. The Harvard Crimson, a student-run newspaper out of Harvard, is now reporting that their president, embattled President Claudine Gay, is set to resign imminently. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. All of those, I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. Next, please. I'm curious, what sort of holiday foods have you been enjoying over the last few days? Choco Cannon. Yeah. Eating a lot of chicken, chicken parmesan. I've been eating all, all Italian foods, basically. And ice cream. And ice cream, chocolate chip ice cream. I want a double-dip waffle cone with chocolate, vanilla chocolate chip. Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's... Howie Carr. Welcome back to the Howie Carr Show, 844-500-4242. Just in, uh, former President Trump today has appealed a decision that kicked him off of Maine's primary ballot to the state court, beginning the next phase of the consequential 14th Amendment case. This is reporting from The Hill. See, that's how easy it is, Claudine Gay. You just have to say where you're citing something from. The Hill continues, Maine Secretary of State Shenna Bellows disqualified Trump last week, making Maine the second state to rule Trump is ineligible under the 14th Amendment's Insurrection Clause. Uh, his appeal to Kennebec County Superior Court kicks off a speedy timeline prescribed under state law. In Maine, the judge is required to decide the case within 20 days of Bellows's decision, which was issued December 28th. Bellows's ruling is on hold until then, meaning Trump's name will remain on Maine's ballot. In the meantime, Maine's primary will occur on Super Tuesday, March 5th. And the losing side could subsequently appeal to Maine's highest court with state law allotting two weeks for a decision there. Then it could go up to the Supreme Court. So that's where things stand in Maine. We had a lot of discussion on that last week as Shanna Bellows came out and said that uh, she's single-handedly going to prevent Trump from running in the state of Maine effectively on uh, the Republican ticket. 844-500-4242. That's also the number you can call to get on the chump line. Claudine Gay, in her resignation letter, reminded us that we have nothing to fear but fear itself, that there's always room for jello. And she went on further to state that in the end, it's not the years in your life, it's the life in your years. She had so much to say. She was just full of those. She was so quotable. Who knew? I mean, years from now, we'll be drawing inspiration from Claudine Gay. I, I envision... I mean, what was it that uh, Michael Scott, he plagiarized in the office. He had uh, 
on the uh, on the the whiteboard. He said, uh, "You miss every shot that you don't take." Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott. You miss one hundred percent of the shots that you don't take. That's it. Meanwhile, during New Year's Eve in Fall River. That's life. <laughs> He actually used me singing. Wow. Okay. Shots fired. The chickens. The chickens have been through a lot the past uh, few weeks. I told chickens. Told Doctor Matt. We had a hawk incident. A hawk came down and tried to grab one of the chickens and did get his beak into one of their necks. The chicken is recovering. She's Yo, throw that chicken up here on my mom! <laughs> that, that was the hawk. Meatball, the hawk. The chicken is fine. The chicken is recovering. So we had kept the chickens locked up. We didn't let them free range for a few weeks. We uh, decided to let them free range just the other day. The hawk came back immediately. I, I scared it away, but uh, the chickens are going to be locked up for a little while until we come up with a, a better solution. The chump line. <laughs> Thank you, Jared. The chump line is brought to you by Jake Rooney's on the Curve in Harwichport. Open year-round with seasonal favorites for family fun, food, and entertainment. It's Jake Rooney's in Harwichport the exclusive home of the Stone Grilled Dinner, online at jakerooneys.com. So it's reported Bill Clinton was on Epstein's Island and walked off into the woods with two females. The least of all surprised people, Hillary. <laughs> she she probably signs his permission slips to do those, those kinds of things. Chris Christie said he can't wait to sink his teeth into the new year. I was going to make the poll question, what do you think Chris Christie is best qualified for after he drops out? Um, MSNBC, CNN, or short order cook at the Red Arrow Diner? When I was growing up in a Scranton synagogue, I asked the rabbi what tithing meant, and he told me it meant setting aside ten percent for the big guy. <laughs> Very good. Very good. That's that's where Joe got the inspiration. It's biblical, don't you know? In Claudine Gay's resignation, she said she has not yet begun to fight. And that she is going ahead with the retirement. She said, damn the torpedoes, full steam ahead. Like I said, the, the, the quotes keep flowing. She was so prolific. Such a quotable personality. We won't see that. We shan't see the likes of her again. Recuperation? Isn't there a cartoon movie about some rat over in Paris that can cook? <laughs> <laughs> what was the we were trying to I've got the the thing here what was that stupid word she used do you have a Jared it started with a V 
Vituperation. Vituperation? Yes. And it meant... Bitter and abusive language. Okay. Potty mouth is what we non-Ivy League educated people call that. Bill Clinton is on that list. I'll take... I already knew that for 200, Alex. Well, yeah, of course we knew that. And he was client number 36 is what we're... we're how do we know that, Jared? Uh, that came out... Uh, Gateway Pundit had that. I didn't know who officially released it. But. Okay. Yeah, he was, he was John or Doe number 36. But we still have yet to see the... Even a fragment of the list, the client list, as I said, the flight logs are out there. Those have resurfaced, but those were just people that flew on the plane. We want to know who was a subscriber to the Jeffrey Epstein services that he provided. Loving. This year, I have two New Year's resolutions. First, ban all fossil fuels. And second, have an open mind and give Frank Sinatra a second chance. Let's try the song Tucker Taylor recommended last week. That's enough. (laughs) That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. It was like an enema for the ears. (laughs) That was the uh, the disco version of Night and Day. It's fun, but there was... uh, there's a reason that it never really made it here. It was big in South America. I guess he was recording it once, or doing it at a show, and he looked over at his pianist, Bill Miller, while doing the disco version of Night and Day, or All or Nothing at All, and his pianist gave him a dirty look, and he reportedly dropped the microphone and said, that's enough of this, this crap, this garbage, and he never did it again. I understand there was a small earthquake in Delaware, Maryland the other day. Do you know if Chris Christie was down in that area? Matt, we're going to have to talk about setting the bar a little higher for the Chris Christie jokes. Enough enough earthquakes. We get it. The guy's fat. And I should even calm it down with the red arrow. we got to get more creative with our fat jokes. That was your last chump line message. Thank you for calling Howie Carr, you chump. That's it for the chump line. The chump line is the voice message service of the Howie Carr Show. You can leave your message during regular business hours here uh, Monday through Friday by calling 844-500-4242. Leave your message. We may or may not play it at this time each weekday. And if you didn't hear the chump line, you didn't hear your chump line message, or you just want to hear more chump line messages that didn't make the cut for some reason, you can check out Chopped Chumps. That is our second chump line of the day that we post every evening on our uh, streaming platforms wherever you get your Howie Car Radio Network podcasts. The chump line is brought to you by Jake Rooney's on the Curve in Harwichport. Open year-round with seasonal favorites for family fun, food, and entertainment. It's Jake Rooney's in Harwichport, the exclusive home of the Stone Grill Dinner, online at jakerooney's.com. Meanwhile, during New Year's Eve in Fall River... That's life! That's what all people say! No me gusta, Tucker Taylor! No, no me gusta. 
That may be what they say in Fall River. I don't know. I don't live there, and I'm not from there. This is the Howie Carr Show. Howie Carr will be right back. This hour of the Howie Car Show is brought to you in part by the 110 Grill. From Providence, Rhode Island to North Conway, New Hampshire, they have one near you. Visit 110grill.com to find yours. Howie Car is back. Welcome back to the Howie Car Show, 844-500-4242. Howie loves my pillows products. He sleeps with their pillows, he wears their slippers, and he dries off with their towels. Now you can enjoy all of their products with great discounts by using the code Howie at MyPillow.com. From pillows, towels, slippers, and even their Giza Dream Sheets, go to MyPillow.com and use code Howie for amazing discounts. Jared, what's today's poll question? What are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at HowieCarshow.com, is did Donald Trump make the right decision by foregoing the primary debates? Yes, ultimately he did. 89% of the audience agrees with you. They say yes. He's still sitting at like a 68%, whereas uh, Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis are duking it out for full 12% share. Neither of them have, have broken 12%. They're, uh, they've got 11% uh, each, 11.6, 11.7. Uh, but CNN is now going to be holding a debate that is probably going to be even far less interesting than the RNC debates have been. They're holding one next week, January 10th. Um, and it's only for participants. The, the, only partip- the only people that can participate are those who have gotten over a 10% share of the polling. And that is only three people right now. Donald Trump, Ron DeSantis, and Nikki Haley. Uh, Chris Christie is not going to be there on that stage unless something changes for him in a big way in the next week or so. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy is not going to be there, and Asa Hutchinson, he, I don't know why he hasn't dropped out yet, but he's not uh, even close to <laughs> that amount at all. Vivek has got his own counter-programming going. He's going to be doing a live show with podcaster Tim Poole, very popular podcaster, And he's also, uh, Trump has his own counter-programming going on Fox News with a town hall on January 10th at the same time. So you've got a few more things to watch. I, they have not gotten more interesting, these debates. They've gotten more chaotic as they've gone on, I've seen. They were pretty chaotic to, to begin with. But I tuned in for maybe the second one and the third one. I was hoping things were going to get better. But none of the moderators could get control, and I, I don't think they wanted control. They, they, wanted, they wanted something like Donald Trump there in the room. The, close, the closest they got was Chris Christie and Vivek Ramaswamy going back and forth at each other. I mean, th- these are two people that are not going to make it. They're jockeying for 
I don't know, hoping to to be next in line should should something happen to Donald Trump or or one of the other candidates or even a, a cabinet position. I don't think Chris Christie's going to dare I say fit into a cabinet position. Uh, but Vivek Ramaswamy has been very gracious towards Donald Trump. Donald Trump has been very gracious toward Vivek Ramaswamy over the past few days. Uh, I just saw a clip the other day of Trump saying, we like we like Vivek Ramaswamy, he says. And he, then he says, uh, because Vivek Ramaswamy likes me. So the debates have not been entertaining. I doubt CNN is going to have anything interesting that night i'd much rather watch paint dry but that's that of course the weekend was a holiday weekend that was new year's eve and as the traditional liberal media networks are want to do they will have their favorite person on and their favorite people are joe biden and jill biden ryan seacrest was the host of dick clark's rockin new year's eve this year again and he, he looked rather normal. I will say Joe Biden did not. It looks like uh, some sort of cosmetic doctor came to visit him on his trip to St. Croix. But what was interesting about their interview was Joe Biden was asked a very simple question and responded in a very bizarre way. This is cut one. As you look back and reflect on 2023, what sort of of memories, highlights stand out for you? Well, one of the big highlights stands out for me is my dad used to have an expression. He'd say, Joey, a job's about a lot more than the paycheck. It's about your dignity. It's about respect. So many people through the Midwest and in the, the center of the country, their, their factories are shipped overseas the last couple times out, and, and they were losing hope and faith. So we brought a lot of jobs back to the United States. People are in a position to be able to make a living now. And uh, they've created a lot of jobs, over 14 million. And uh, I guess when I'm, I, I just feel good that the American people got up. They've been through a rough time with pandemic, but now we're coming back. They're back. What were your favorite memories of the past year? Yeah. Oh, my dad. I remember he had a saying. Sorry, Joe. He didn't say it last year. He's he's not been coming down for breakfast for a long time. This is how far gone this guy is. You can't ask him. The guy, Ryan Seacrest, basically asked him what he had for breakfast. And he said, well, My dad used to talk about a paycheck. There's a lot more than the paycheck. Banana bread. We'll be back. This is the Howie Car Show. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. I'm just I'm just refreshing my X feed like every every five minutes or so because I, I want to know where the Epstein client list is. I'm sure Jared's doing a lot more frequently than I am. He's he's been waiting for this for five years. He said he called it his second Christmas. Today was supposed to be, but it was disappointing so far because this list has not been Updated. The only thing that we did that we did learn is that Bill Clinton has been identified as John Doe 36 among 170 names to be revealed in Jeffrey Epstein files. This is again the supposed 
client list, the, the black book. Uh, Washington Times says hundreds of documents related to late sex offender Jeffrey Epstein are expected to be released this week. And among the names on the list is former President Bill Clinton. Mr. Clinton was one of the wealthy and powerful men in Epstein's orbit before the New York-based financier was busted for sex trafficking minors and died in jail. Some of us say was killed. Others linked to Epstein include Britain's Prince Andrew, Microsoft billionaire Bill Gates, actor Kevin Spacey, comedian Chris Tucker, and former President Donald Trump. Mr. Clinton is identified as John Doe 36. It is mentioned more than 50 times in the redacted filings. His name is mostly found on, in filings from the lawyers of Virginia Jeffrey, an alleged victim of Epstein's sex trafficking ring who were trying to subpoena the former president for deposition testimony about his relationship with Epstein, according to ABC News. Uh, Clinton's name is also expected to be seen in filings related to attempts from Ms. Jeffrey and Epstein's co-conspirator, Ghislaine Maxwell, to get Epstein to answer questions in 2016 after he used his Fifth Amendment right to not self-incriminate during the deposition in the lawsuit. And he's all over the uh, the flight logs. He's he's all over. I mean, there, there's pictures. Uh, I mean, come on. The, Epstein had a painting of Bill Clinton in a blue dress and red high heels in the foyer of his um, Manhattan apartment or wherever it was, New York City apartment, as a big F you, I got you, at least that's my assumption, to uh, to Bill Clinton as a reminder anytime he came to visit that I've got you and don't you forget it. But I'm I'm waiting to see where, where this is going because I'm pulling up other, other articles. And, you know, last week I heard on Tuesday the Jeffrey Epstein client list will be re- revealed. And now I'm hearing, well, it could be tomorrow. And I just read another article. This week it's expected to be released. And soon it'll be next week we expect to see the release. Sometime this month we expect to see, and before you forget about it, and then it's it's back to uh, our you're all conspiracy theorists again because this list doesn't exist apparently but it's there it's it's we're we're just waiting for it to drop 8445004242 Matt you're next on the Howie Car show go ahead Matt Yeah uh Howie uh, I I really love your show this is a great great show uh, I, I just want to talk about uh, Biden's uh, mental acuity. I think in part now, in part, he's play acting because he knows his goose is cooked. And in order for him not to roll on other senators and congressmen that are getting money from Red China, he's playing along looking for sympathy because he knows at the end of the road, the possibility of treasonous charges could be brought against him. But, I mean, Matt, he was, as you put it, play-acting long before uh, he became... I mean, even on the campaign trail, he, he had moments, uh, severe moments. Sure, and I suffered pressure. That's just one of them. I mean, he would mush his words together. He'd say racist things. He would, he would uh, completely forget. It's gotten a lot worse, um, uh, appreciably, but... I, I don't know. You think somebody his age could keep that up? I, I think this is genuine, Matt. Well, 
I don't know. I, that's why I say in part, but he has no problems uh, uh, talking about uh, MAGA Republicans and, and white supremacy. He's sharp as a razor when it comes to that. No problem. I mean, he does say MAGA Republicans and mega Republicans and mega MAGA Republicans, and, and he forgets people's names. He'll say, my predecessor, the other guy. He'll say, uh, you know, my former boss, when referring to Barack Obama. Uh, he, he forgets He forgets a lot, Matt. I, I, I honestly think it's, it's genuine. I don't, I, I, maybe, maybe a few years ago, I would have said, oh, maybe you have something there, but... I don't know. It's just progressed to a point where I think a lot of us that have seen family members or or friends go through a lot of the same stages of dementia or uh, Alzheimer's, it's just so familiar to us to to see this happening before our eyes. Thanks very much for the call. 844-500-4242. I mean, we might as well he was. He was. I, we played before the break, you know, the uh, what did you have for breakfast question asked by Ryan Seacrest in the form of what was your happiest memory from 2023? But here he actually did ask Joe Biden what was his most recent meal cut to. I'm curious, what sort of holiday foods have you been enjoying over the last few days? Well, I've been eating everything that's put in front of me. I've eaten pasta, which I love. Yeah. Eating a lot of chicken, chicken parmesan. I've been eating all all Italian foods, basically. And ice cream. And ice cream, chocolate chip ice cream. Chocolate chip ice cream. I mean, he's. That sounds like. I I, I hate to say it, but if ever you you have a loved one who's been put into a nursing home. And maybe you don't have all that much to say after after a while. You say, um, "Hey, hey, Gramps, uh, how's how's the food? How's the food here? How are they treating you?" And and Gramps says, "Oh, it's great. I've got pasta. They let me eat chicken parm. It's pretty good. And after they give me a little uh, little chocolate chocolate chip ice cream. Yeah, I mean, prescription it's, jugs. It's the same." Same thing. Rattling off the, the menu for uh, the nursing home for the day. And I should point out, I wasn't, I wasn't that upset by this because these people are so irrelevant. It, it barely even is, merits playing, but we'll play it anyway. During the, uh, I guess this was one of the, yeah, New Year's Rock and Eve Green Day came on the scene, and they did a set in Times Square. Green Day has not been relevant since 2007, and that's probably pushing it. I remember 2005, 2006, they had uh, kind of reached the, the heights of their popularity with, with the American Idiot song. And that even then, I think that was one of their last big albums that yeah, they had. Yeah, I think that was like out in 04, 05. Right. I just remember it being very popular among certain people, a lot of the skater kids in high school, uh, which, again, back then, skater kids was... I don't know. Do they have skater kids anymore, Matt? I don't know. That that seems like an Emma question. She was in high school most recently. <laughs> okay. <laughs> do, do they have? Do they still have skater kids, Emma? What'd she say? 
She's just saying it's more like emo hipster yeah. crowd. E- emo goth was was big in, in high school and college, but the skater kids loved Avril Lavigne and Green Day. And so Green Day was on the scene for 2023 into 2024, again, 20 years after they've seen any real relevancy. And their big song, which I'm sure you remember, was American Idiot. And they changed one of the words from don't have no redneck agenda to don't have no MAGA agenda or something along those lines. This is it. Cut three. I, I guess that's what they say. I, again, I'm 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 an old guy. I, I can't I can't hear. I I I don't. They're not singing it clearly. He's yelling at me. He's not even singing. Um, but whatever. You want to you want to be that divisive on national TV on a holiday that everybody's celebrating equally, regardless of party politics. Fine. You want to put yourself in that hole. Try try make yourself relevant again. It's not going to work. And the road to relevancy is by taking up the most popular, well, seemingly the most popular opinion among liberals. I I mean, just read your audience. I know it's ABC, New Year's Rock and Eve, right? And it's probably not too many conservatives watching ABC at any given time. But some people do tune in to see some of these festivities play out on TV because they can't afford the trip or don't want to make the trip to New Year's uh, Rockin' Eve in New York City, or just plain don't want to because they don't want to get mugged. Uh, So they tune in to get some respite, some relaxation from the agenda of the mainstream media outlets. And they go to Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve for some, some of that respite, and what do they get shoved in their face? Green Days, just just saying that they don't like you because you voted for Trump. That's that's where people are at now to scramble for relevancy. I, Trump was right when he told the New York Times and the Washington Post that you are doing so well because of me. How many papers have we seen die since Donald Trump left office or, or have gone to online only? Um, how many, how many uh, viewers did CNN lose? How many executives got shuffled around after Trump left office and ratings tanked because there was no more reporting on Trump's daily antics, as they put them? 844-500-4242. Eric, you're next on the Howie Carr Show. Go ahead, Eric. Hey, you're doing a great job. Thanks. Howie, I'm sure you're very proud. My the only way I see it, and I'm I'm not a constitutionalist. I don't know every single word, but if we're not going to be able to find the president guilty, then because the Constitution doesn't allow it, it only allows for you to to impeach and replace or remove. And at that point, because the president has such uh, unlimited uh, pardoning power, it can never be tested. So the only way we're going to change it is with a convention of states. We have 19 states that have signed up. We need 34. That's what everybody's got to focus a little bit of time on. Just look at it. Both sides should want it. 
we can't keep gerrymandering all these cities and towns. Everybody gets a little uh, advantage depending on who's in office. And, and that's not what we signed up for. We want our people to be able to make those decisions, not these appointed. And, and that's the biggest problem we had in 2020. If we're not going to agree that only the legislators can change election laws, which that's what it's ascribed to in the Constitution, that governors and, and AGs can do that, you're right. We, and, and the only way we're going to beat them now is because they just took $6 million in with the, with the goal of having them all vote, is to be able to use the Electoral College. Thankfully, you know, all of the sanctuary cities and towns and, and, and states they have a disproportionate high number, and they should all be ticked because now they need federal match money. Mm-hmm. This is so wrong on so many different levels. It's just so wrong. And our grandkids are the only going to pay for it. I'm, I'm going to be 70. I feel complicit. I yeah, really do. I we're, we're like going to be paying pay for money. a lot of stuff. I mean, the, the, what, what's happening to our education system um, on, on several different levels. Uh, first, the just the liberalism, the liberal agenda that's that's being fed into not just our higher education system, but our public schools. And then you take a look at uh, how it's being affected by illegal immigration and class sizes and attention to students given. And that's just one aspect of life. And, and every aspect of life is touched by the federal government now. It's, I, I agree with you. It's way too big. Thanks for the thanks for the call, Eric. 844-500-4242. We've got to take a break. But look, we, we love all the Eden Pure heaters. And so does the staff down at Newsmax in Florida, where Howie is. Often they come in to borrow one of his heaters because uh, it gets very chilly in that office. They crank the AC. It's it's uh, it's nice, beautiful, sunny Florida, and people. Uh, I'll say it. They're weak. They're they're not built like us Yankees, and they have thin skin. And you turn that AC on, even though that what that's what they're longing for. It gets too cold. They want the Eden Pure heaters. Eden Pure has extended once again their offer of fifty dollars off the Gen Forty heater. For another week, you can pick up the stylish heater with one hand. Looks great in your office, on your desk, end table, a bookshelf. Maybe you put it in a corner, but it's a, a very stylish, sleek-looking device. You can keep your thermostat at a reasonable level when you have the Gen 40 heater in the room. During the Biden era, we all need to save money. The Gen 40 heater will do just that. The Gen 40 heater features dual hybrid technology, which will reduce your heating bills. It combines infrared heat and convective heat to warm a room. Other heaters only use one form of heat and aren't nearly as effective as the Gen 40 heater. The Gen 40 fan setting will distribute the heat throughout your room quickly. The heater has no blades and is completely safe around kids and pets, which is good news for Roscoe. Save $50 this week only with code Howie50. Go to EdenPureDeals.com and use code Howie50 for the Gen 40 heater. The savings is off the already low sale price. Shipping is free. EdenPureDeals.com, code Howie50. I'm Taylor Cormier. This is the Howie Car Show. Get a crash course from the captain on everything he's talking about in today's show. Go to HowieCarshow.com and click on today's edition of Howie's Homework. You'll be up to speed on today's news in no time. He's Howie Carr. 
There is one thing that I, I like about when we turn the calendars to a new year, and it's we get those annual reports, those annual studies that come out, and we finally get uh, we get a readout of the trends over the past year. One of them is that, uh, well, just in December, we got 302,000 brand new undocumented citizens here in the United States. Uh, and that pushes the number way, way up over the past year. I think we had uh, 750,000 in just one quarter in, uh, in 2023. But that's just, that's just one figure that we can talk about. The other figure I'd like to discuss in the next hour is people moving out of their state, uh, particularly Massachusetts, but it could be uh, any liberal state of your choice. The list has come out of the most moved from states last year in 2023. This is United Van Lines' 47th annual National Movers Study. 56.6% of its Massachusetts customers moved out of the base state as opposed to 43.4% of customers who moved in. And we are behind only California. We are number two as the most moved out of state in the United States, all 50 states. Uh, so if you have moved out, or you're making plans to move out very soon, we'd like to hear why. 844-500-4242, and we'll take your call after the break uh, to discuss that. The top outbound states for 2023 were uh, New Jersey, Illinois, North Dakota, New York, Michigan, California, Massachusetts, and Kansas, for some reason, made the, the top 10 uh, list there. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, maybe nine. So if you have moved out of Massachusetts or are planning to move out, why did you do it? And what finally gave you the motivation? What was the straw that broke the camel's back in your decision to get the hell out? Could be the weather. It could be a job opportunity. But it could also be a literally a piece in the news that said, that's it. I've had it. I'm going south. Miami, here I come. 844-500-4242. This is The Howie Carr Show.